Hello and welcome to Runway to College. I'm Kim, a former Stanford admissions officer and now a private admissions consultant. And I'm here with my son, Beckett, who is a junior in high school preparing to apply to colleges. Hey. So today we would like to talk about standardized tests. Okay. Right? It's an exciting subject. So the standardized tests that we're talking about are obviously the ACT and SAT and whether you should take them or not, because a lot of schools are going still test optional, or if you're in California, the UCs or state schools absolutely are, don't want them, so you don't even have to worry about them. But the question is always, should you take it or not, no matter what? And my my opinion is that you should take it, even if you are applying, if you're planning to only apply to UCs or a state school or schools that you think are test optional, it's always worth taking it because you never know later on if you're going to need them for a scholarship. Sometimes some summer programs ask for testing or something where it could pop up where you need the test. You may change your mind at the last minute on a school and you at least want to have the score ready to go. The good thing is you don't need to submit your scores. So you could take the test and that could be your little secret if you don't like your score or if you go to a school in the University of California system. But it's just an, always a good thing to have. I also think that it's a good idea to try to take both tests just as a, a online or in-person kind of mm-hmm. practice run to try the ACT, to try the SAT, some places like where you went do a kind of a little hybrid yeah like a sat act kind of practice practice where you take a little bit of each test and then they show you about how you would do or did yeah and and then you could decide from there if you like one version over the other and that's how like i went to just now i'm just doing act right uh you went to uh, the test center run by your where you're doing your tutoring But you could also, I think there's online sources where they do something like this. Uh, in the past, I know your high school used to do it. They don't do it anymore yeah. since COVID, but where they had a little sample of each and then you could decide. In the past, what's always kind of been said is that the ACT is more straightforward questioning. Mm-hmm. The questions kind of move faster. So there's more questions yeah. like you're supposed to get through it. The SAT, the wording is a little more complicated on some of the questions and but then it has fewer questions as a result. So it's kind of just your preference. Schools yeah. schools will see take either one. So a school doesn't have a preference over an ACT or an SAT, they'll take whichever test you're providing. So really go with what's the most comfortable or where you think you're doing best. This is changing though. What what I would recommend because the SAT is going to be moving digital mm-hmm. in the future. Not this year. Why do you say thank God? I don't know. I just dislike in-person stuff. As in, like, uh, say you have to write anything, just, like, period, rather it be online. And then it's, like, check boxes. Easier online if I could just click something. Okay. So, so because you easier. could, you're probably still going to be at, like, your school or a test center. Yeah. I'm also, I just feel like I'm more, like, I think I'm better, uh, like, more acquainted with just electronic stuff. And I just... Hands aren't used to doing all the scribbling. It's just, it hurts the wrist. Well, I wonder if it's your generation oh. is just more comfortable yeah. clicking boxes, 
rather than writing things out. boxes and taking names. I always say to take these tests later in your junior year. You've Mm -hmm. generally, by the time you're a junior, covered all of the material anyway that's already on the test. Like, you've already gone through the math. You know know the English. But I just think that time gives you some maturity. You get a little more confident. And it just, I think the older you are, the better people tend to do. I mean, that's obviously different from some people. But for the most part, that's true. I would keep saying that, do that your later your junior year, except for with this new caveat that we'll get into as the DSAT moves digital. I think next year it's going to change a little bit. And the thing that we found for you is that you really just also have to see when your schedule allows for you to prepare for the test and then take the test. So our initial plan for you, Beckett, was that yeah. you were going to take it, the ACT, you decided worked mm-hmm. best. Yeah. You were going to take it in December. Okay. And then yeah. do the second one in February. But as it got closer to the December date, yeah. we realized you weren't ready to take it in December. Yeah. So and guess what? Wasn't. Yeah, you didn't take it in December. So we were able to change the date. So you, Thank you God. we I called the ACT. We were able to change the date and we moved it. So you're taking the first one in February, which is this coming week. Today's yeah. Monday when we're recording this, and you're going to be taking it on Saturday. Then we will probably look to take it you'll take it again in July. I mean, knowing me, what's the max score you can get? Because I'll get it. You think you're hitting? Right well, you don't even know what the max score is. I was about to tell you. But yeah, I mean, well, what do you think? Answer. Thirty, yeah, thirty. Thirty period. You think that's the max? Uh, if you got a thirty, you'd be happy. It's thirty-six. Oh my god, I'm so smart. That's like half of it. No, you got um, it wrong the first time, so you you yeah. would have already gotten multiple tries on this test. Okay, that was like my February. Is that why you like to just click until yeah. you get the green? Yeah. Okay. What we found, though, is so th- there are other options where you could take the ACT. Again, I think there's a one in April, which is right by spring break, and plus you have lacrosse and yeah. just all kinds of other... Varsity, by the way. There's only one team, so... And we're it's... all really good on it. <laughs> uh, there's that. Then, you know, you're going to be getting ready for the AP exams in May. There's just a lot. The next test that they offered, I think, was two days after you get out of school in June. And I know that last week of school, you are so done with school that I didn't wow. think having you rally really? two days later to try to do... Oh, my God. oh do you want to do it? No, no, that's sarcastic. Oh, two days later, trying to do the ACT yeah. is just yeah. it's just not going to work. You're not going to be in a good state of mind. Plus, you should probably... You might need to do some refreshing with your tutor, yeah. and there's just no time for that. Yeah. Which makes it... July look like the best option. I mean, it's not a lot of fun to do it during the summer, but it's probably your best time to focus on it. Yeah. Then the other thing is that you want to get this done. I mean, you'll be applying for schools in the fall. You could take as late as the October one and still get your scores back in time. But you have so much else going on in October, senior year, that all these applications that you don't want to have to take a standardized test then unless you absolutely have to. For most people, I say that's a a last chance. It's it's good that it's an option, but try to avoid that last test. Yeah, definitely. The upside is, is like at least this year, your school had seniors take it. You could take it for free, that last SAT. SAT only, not ACT. But some people did. Yeah. It's not a... Doesn't sound fun. Well, I don't know that it's ever fun, but... I don't know. You can take this multiple times. As we've talked about it, you're going to take it probably twice, and that's probably going to be enough for you. Yeah. Especially since you think you're getting a perfect 30. Yeah. Or 
Well, some it, say it's perfect. <laughs> Apparently it's a 36, but... So you can take it though multiple times. Many schools were, will super score. Well, they'll take the best of the different parts and put it together to one score. So and that's me. Best of everyone. How's it? You? No, the school does it. Like, no, but like, I forget who said this. Maybe it was like J. Cole. No, I don't think it's J. Cole, but it's like... Who is J. Cole? Like, God, I think is, uh, isn't perfect, but then it's like... I'm the, no, no, it's nobody's perfect, but I think it's, what is it? It's like something where it's like, I'm not perfect, but I'm the best. Something like that. I don't know. Look up the lyrics. You're, you're the best version of you. It's a There's song. Some, like, God doesn't make anybody perfect. Okay. But I I'm think that's Lady best. Gaga. No. Um, anyway, schools are very open about if they super score or not. So you could look on their website and see if they super score. They'll let you know if they do. And then you just submit your scores and they will put it together for you. And yeah. We did see at Stanford, you would see how many times, you know, if they were submitting, how many times the test was taken. I mean, and back then it was not test optional. So we saw all this. Yeah. But you could take it a few times and it doesn't look bad. I mean, if you're yeah. starting to go crazy with it, then you look yeah. a little like if obsessive. You see seven attempts or whatever, then you might get yeah. suspicious. Yeah. What you need to do, though, if you're going to take it multiple times, is to try to do something each time to improve yourself. Like, yeah. the first time, a lot of people will go in just yeah. straight without prep and just see what happens. And that's okay. Yeah. But then the next time, don't just feel like, oh, I... Well, now it's going to be better because I already took it. I'm so. comfortable or something. Yeah. No, do some prep work. Do something different to try to change that score to move it up. Yeah. I'm always surprised that people are surprised. Like, they'll be like, I got a perfect on math. I'm going to work on my English. And yeah. then they take it again and their math goes and then, down. Yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. like, yeah, it's different. It's you just... You got to balance everything. You got to balance everything. But always try to switch something up to do a little prep each time in between or go in with some sort of different strategy because just taking it over and over again is kind of fruitless really work on it to try to improve your score Khan Academy has an online thing that's free so you don't have to go see a test person like you see someone yeah you meet with your person right now at least twice a week yeah how is it is it worth it do you think I think it's worth it then also when it comes to academics, I think it's he is helpful. And I think, obviously, I haven't actually taken the ACT yet, so I don't know how much it's going to help. But I think with all the practice tests I have done, I think I've seen an improvement. I've been able to see, like, continual improvement, like, from practice test to practice test. Obviously, we'll see how it, like, actually impacts my, like, my final ACT score, like, an, on an actual ACT. But I'm pretty hopeful for it. Do you guys talk about strategy or like time management yeah well personally i have extended time on the act so we don't have to worry about time management as much because i have extended time we do talk a lot about i guess like what i should be doing in that time so i guess then strategy because i think that that is one of the most important things about the prep that you get is that it's one thing just to learn kind of the go over the math or to go over the words or practice your reading comprehension. But I think that there's a lot to the actual headspace in your mindset that goes into being successful at the test. You've done at least one or maybe two in-person tests, not just online. I think that the practice test tries to replicate the environment in a way that you hear other people moving around. That's distracting, you know, especially people finishing before you. 
that always used to stress me out yes. when I was a kid, like knowing that I was maybe behind them, just all the sounds. It's not as stressful, I think, as the actual test day, yeah. but it, it kind of feels like it. And so I do think that that's the benefit of being in person. Yeah. No, I definitely see that. I definitely do get anxious, even though I do have the extended time, whenever like somebody's like shuffling around. And then obviously there's like whatever distraction, someone knocking a water bottle. I definitely do think it repli- does replicate what I think the actual test is going to be like, and I can see how it's going to help in the future. With the extended time, you don't get a break, do you, or no? I think we get the same amount of breaks is what it is. Oh, but so there's... Both do. Yeah, because that's a long time to go yeah. without snack or something like Definitely. that. Definitely. The next question that we get a lot is, do I submit my test scores or not? I mean, obviously, if you knock it out of the park, you want everyone to see those test scores. Yeah. So the the next question is, if it's okay or, you know, just kind of in the middle, do you submit it? Obviously, if it's bad... That's another one. You know the answer pretty quickly. So I always say that you have to look it up on a case-by-case basis. Look at each school. If you look at the school, if you Google common data set in that school's name, you will get um, access to some information about the school's, their most recently reported admission cycle. And you could usually see some older cycles too, but mm-hmm. um, they will not have the ones for this current year yet, obviously, but they will have last year's. And you could look at the SAT scores. They will give kind of a range on how many, what percentage of applicants scored in what certain range. And if you're at the very top of their range or if you're above their range, then... Yeah submit submit but if if you're in the top 25 percent, that's really where you'd love to be then submit if you're lower is when you start to get a little bit like should you or not if it's below hold back but you know you have to think that without those scores they're going to be looking at your your course rigor and your grades a lot harder so if you are someone who has excellent grades, good rigor, and you're just not a test taker, that's fine. That's understandable. But otherwise, you really need to look at like, well, can your grades stand up without the score and and decide from there? When we both sat in on that talk at Vanderbilt from the admissions director, his advice was to uh, submit if you're proud of your score. Yeah. But what does that mean? I mean, that's ridiculous. Because <laughs> it's like, it means something different to everyone. But it's like, I know a lot of people who got excellent scores, and they weren't yeah. proud of them. They were embarrassed, yeah. because they didn't get a perfect score. So should they not have submitted? No, they should have submitted. But if we're going by the proud yeah. determinant, like... I mean, I honestly, from my perspective, is it looks it just like there is no definite answer. Like if you get a 30 or whatever submit if you get below that don't submit but like is the, is it really just like a person to person like is it really just that you know if you feel not just you can't go by proud but you just you need to look at the numbers that the school yeah. has sub- accepted in the past and, and go from there obviously if you're applying to a top school and you get a low act you're not going to submit we just heard of a case someone was saying at uh, also at vanderbilt where the person had a low ACT score and they just didn't submit because yeah. they knew that their grades were good enough, but their score was bad. something that didn't make them proud. So yeah. they didn't, <laughs> I guess they did take that advice. They didn't submit. It's really just try to get any information about the school, what they've accepted in the most recent past and, and make your decision based on that, whether you should submit or not. Right. Then as we talked before, the, the SAT is going to be going digital. So what we know is that the d- domestic digital testing is going to begin a year from now, in 2024. Uh, but 
the international students will start seeing it this year. It's just domestic only that's next year. So the test is supposed to be shorter and the questions are more direct. So I think written may be a little bit more like an ACT question, like not as as verbose. I don't know. There's going to be, they're saying about 98 questions when now there's 154 questions, if that's correct. A lot of that is to bring the time down because the SAT is a three hour test and this will bring it closer to two hours. That's pretty good. And the the, the shorter, there's going to be shorter reading passages. That's yeah. going to make it, I think, a little faster too. But the thing that's very questionable is that it's supposed to be adaptive. So it's going to customize questions based on how you're doing. What? Right? That's... So it's like like to make it harder or better because then that just makes no sense if it would make it easier on you and the thing is how is that going to be reported like oh they were doing well on these challenging questions so we actually ratcheted up a level yeah and then all of a sudden it fell apart so then would it be also then that like oh this person got like the same exact score as this person but then they were taking a harder sat like like yeah, is the strategy to like screw up at the beginning yeah. and then your your questions will be easier? Like, yeah. but does it move you into a lower tier? I don't know. That sounds really weird, and it just sounds like unfair for certain people. Like, I just make the playing ground almost even worse. What we're talking about, though, is actually kind of what the colleges are talking about, and they're feeling a lot of uncertainty from what yeah. we've heard about how the scores are going to look after that. So they know what a 1500 means now, but what does a 1500 mean yeah. after? Does yeah. it mean the same thing? Is it, you know, is it better? Is it worse or, or what? So there's yeah. a lot of uncertainty. So for your class, it's going to be fine because yeah. you will have been done before this, this rolls out. Yeah. And for 2026, I would imagine that the current freshmen, yeah. those kids, they will hopefully have a better grasp on how the, yeah, the new like test the works. But it's like really the kids who are sophomores right now, the yeah. class of 2025, because this is really going to be their test and yep. it could be a mess. Mm-hmm. Again, this is the SAT only, not yeah. the ACT. What I'm recommending to my clients now is to, for the, the ones that are sophomores, is to take it, take a fall test because then, you know, you will have that information in your pocket. If something happens, you take it again in the spring. And if your score is radically different, let's say it's radically worse or something, you could just say, hey, well, I have this old one. And colleges will be confident on what that number meant because that's the test they understand. But the future test may be the weird one. I mean, maybe you take it again and you get a 1600 and you're like, hey, knocked it out. I'm done. Well, then you just just go with that score. That's fine. But it's good to just have that old version done. Again, you don't have to submit that if you don't want to, but you will have it in case something goes really wonky. It's going to be there for you. So that's. That's just what I would recommend for current sophomores. Don't wait till the end of your junior year. Try to do it in October or even the December test. That might be the best um, and, and just see what happens and go from there. Are you just happy to almost have it maybe over with? Yeah, I'm hoping that it's like a one and done almost. Go in this Saturday, get it done. What would well, be yeah, your one and done score? My one and done score, 36. Well, sure. That is. <laughs> but what's your realistic one and done score? I'm hoping for a 25 or higher. 25 think... would be one and No. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm hoping for a 25 or higher. Well, okay. Well, let's say a 20 higher than 25. Let's say. But that's one and done at 25 or just like you're well, I guess, hoping? I guess so. How about let's say 42. What? For the super score. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, genuinely, I'm probably going to go for a 28. I would say that I would be happy with. Obviously, I'd like twenty-eight thirty. really good. So, if you got a twenty-eight, though, would you take it again? I, I think it really matters about like what my other stuff is looking like. If lacrosse is like getting in the way of a stuff, 
if then like I need help with other tutoring, like just look, look at what my other stuff is going on in my life. And then if it looks like I'll have time, then maybe keep tutoring, then maybe go for it again. But I think 28, I would be happy with that. As your college advisor, I would say do it again if you got a 28. Okay, well, as the person paying for the college advisor. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Um, I w- if you got a 30, I think that for the schools that you are considering, that yeah. would maybe be good. But I would still like you're saying above thirty is would be good. Oh, if you got if you got a thirty two, like that would be like okay, you could be done. Uh, That would be really good. Walk off. Yeah, it would be your your walk off. Yeah, point to the outfield and do a slow jog. Yeah, that would. Don't worry, I'll call it when I'm going in. (laughs) Okay, you can tell everyone at the test. We'll see. My guess is you'll be taking this more than once. Yeah, I don't see you taking it three times. Yeah, I mean, plus we set up. We set expectations to knock them down. So get ready this Saturday. Live audience. Okay. They don't do your score immediately. Did oh, you know that? Well, so we'll have to wait for that exciting be live unveiling. Yeah. We could do where we record it. Like how some kids yeah. record their opening their college admissions emails. We'll do you opening the, yeah. the ACT people, their website or portal. Yeah. We wanted to do the segment where you try to respond to some of the links that you've received from different colleges. So this week you are looking at a link yes. from the University of Minnesota. This is another one where you take a quiz and they tell you the major. Is this is the Yeah. Already looking very scientific. First question is during your next summer vacation, you would most likely like to. It goes all the way to F. I have a lot of options here. A, intern with a multinational advertising firm. No. Okay, I'm gonna skip everything and just go with B. Because that's travel abroad and learn about a new language and culture. That does sound pretty interesting. Maybe not the culture or language part, but traveling abroad sounds really cool. So just like eating foreign foods? What is it? Yeah. Maybe getting someone to pay for a good vacation, you know. Question two, the title of the book you dream about writing will be My Community, My Life, Food for All, Solving World Hunger, Always an Entrepreneur, The First City on Mars, Ninja Robots, and Maps of the World. Well, you know me, I'm very, I'm a solution man. So I'm going to go with food for all, solving world hunger. That's going to be me, solving world hunger. I would have thought you would have gone oh. with the entrepreneur. <laughs> That's true. I will make a lot of money. I didn't um, mean that. In 30 years, the most prized photo on your mantle will be of you posing with NASA astronauts, standing in front of one of the seven wonders of the world, taking the oath of office as president of the United States. <laughs> On a stage somewhere? What are these options? Accepting the Nobel Peace Prize and on a research mission team in Antarctica. D. Taking the oath of office as President of the United States. How about the one with NASA? That could just be a meet and greet. Yeah. Right? That doesn't mean you achieved anything. On a stage somewhere? Yeah. That could just be it just randomly... You went to like some sort of signing yeah. conference and yeah, you waited you in to... a long line and got a group photo. Yeah, I don't know. None of those are really good. If you were making a movie, your role would be... Costume designer, definitely no. Screenwriter, no. Actually, maybe. Executive producer, no idea what that even means. Director, probably. Location scout or cinematographer. I was hoping for actor, because that's where you make the real money, but I guess I'll go screenwriter. I got some good humor. In college, you will spend time in the library. <laughs> Rearranging was it a yes or no? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Rearranging your dorm room. In the art studio. Volunteering in the community. Promoting on-campus events, running the political science club, 
Honestly, none of these look good, so I guess in the library. Question six, television needs more talent shows. No, I actually prefer puzzles over TV. That doesn't seem like it answers that question. Choose your own adventure shows, documentaries, stories about brave people helping others, cool shows about how things work. I wish there was a none of the above option, but I guess, I guess, I honestly don't know. I guess choose your own adventure shows sounds kind of interesting. Your closest friends are committed to preserving the environment. Definitely no. Successful in nearly everything they do. Also definitely no. Makers and tinkerers. Definitely no. Passionate about what they believe in. Okay. Very practical, I guess. And wild creative types. Okay, the last three kind of do work, but I think I got to go with F. They're definitely very wild. And here we are. I am a connector, according to University of Minnesota. My major strengths could be in agriculture and food business management. Applied economics, international business, business and marketing education, public slash nonprofit management. I don't know. And then it just says more majors of interest. I think that's just listing the rest of their majors. Yeah. I think this one is actually not that bad. I don't think it's that bad. It just seems kind of like a up in the air, whether I'm going to go into agriculture or applied economics. The thing that's funny is that you've gotten agriculture before. Or yeah. like, remember the test you took at school where they said you should be yeah. into customer service or something? Yeah, right? I saw that. That wasn't great. That one hurt me. It did. It was an emotional blow. Yeah. But this is, you are a connector. I see that. Yeah, I right? can see that. I, don't... I could not really see me doing agriculture and food business management. I guess management. Yeah. International business. Probably. It's just because you answered that yeah. one that you wanted to travel, but yeah. you don't get to fill I mean, out that you don't want to learn a language. Watch the leaderboards in the sense of like, give me 20 years, I'll be the richest man. Mm-hmm. With my international business. And your wild friends. And my wild friends. And my book about solving world hunger. That'll be me. That was the least. Well, that one really applied, I feel like. I mean, have you seen what I've done? Just what? in general? Yeah. What? I mean, I, I feel like I've helped some people. Who? That have to do with okay, word. Okay, me. Well, How about the... that? How about that? Yeah, okay. start with yourself and then build off of that. Okay. Okay, well, what have you done since last week? Anything on uh, your summer work? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. I think it was a great week, very productive. Okay, so this week we should probably do yeah, another look to see about deadlines coming up and just any programs that you have. You did apply to two, probably should apply to maybe more, maybe less, two maybe. more, and then call it quits. Just like one and done one with your, your ACT. <laughs> All right, well, let's leave a little something for next time, and we will be back talking more about your summer plans or lack thereof. Okay. And we'll see if you've survived the ACT. Yeah, I'll definitely survive, but we'll see. 36, 35, 34, it varies. It all, yeah. Put your bets in now, people. Yeah. All right, thank you. Yeah.